Welcome to the Chlorine King Podcast, where your host, Eric Taylor, will discuss tips for the do-it-yourselfer, answer listeners' questions, conduct product reviews, and host special guests from the pool industry. Grab your swimsuits and let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Chlorine King Pool Service Show Podcast. My name is Eric and we have another great topic in store for you tonight. Tonight's topic is phosphates and how if left untreated or monitored closely could wreak havoc on your pool water. But before we talk about that, let's answer a client's question. Her name is Laura and when I was out servicing her pool last week, she had asked me, Hey Eric, how often do you backwash my DE filter? Well Laura, it's based off your pressure gauge and here's what I mean. When I took over your pool, the first thing I did is I backwashed your DE filter, so I knew that we were starting with a clean filter. Once I did that and recharged it with the powder, I went over to the gauge and I noted the pressure. That's called your starting pressure. Anytime you clean a filter, replace a cartridge, whatever the pressure is when you first fire the system up after you bleed the air out, of course, is your starting pressure. When it's time to clean the filter out or backwash it is when the pressure gauge rises 8 to 10 pounds over that starting pressure. So for instance, when I started, if I started your pool and it was a 10 pound pressure as a starting pressure, I would go ahead and backwash or clean out the cartridge or anything like that when it hits 18 to 20 pounds of pressure. Because at that point the filter's saying, hey Eric, I'm dirty, come clean me out. A backwash as needed, it basically equates to two to three months generally speaking but that you know there's so many variables in that depending on how often the pool is being used you know have you had a lot of dirt in the pool recently anything that the filter sucks up is going to you know quicken the time it needs to be cleaned out so i backwash as needed and then also i do a full filter cleaning where i take your grids apart and check the manifold and check the integrity of the internals every six months so that's march and september as a side note, I do like to use the Aquapearl Perlite uh, DE replacement because the DE powder is a carcinogen by nature in its dry powdered form. So if you breathe it in, you could be causing cancer, something you have to deal with in the future, whereas the perlite isn't that, so you don't have to worry about that. And then also I'd like to note that I've had several clients ask me, hey, you know, I see algae in my filter and they're talking about in the little sight glass. That's not uh, indicative of the condition of your pool filter. There's a small amount of water that stays in there after you backwash, and obviously it's stagnant when it's not being backwashed, so algae's going to form in there. That doesn't mean the filter's full of algae. You know, that's something you don't have to worry about. Thank you so much for your question. Hopefully that all makes sense, and if not, I'll be happy to explain that to you next week when I see you. So our guest this week, Tom from Natural Chemistry, Unfortunately, had a business trip come up unexpectedly, and, you know, it's just one of those things when you work for a large company. He did assure me, though, he would come on in the future, and we're looking forward to having him. So, phosphates is tonight's topic, and it's really one of those mysterious things in the swimming pool industry that a lot of people don't understand. When I talk about it with clients, you know, they really sort of don't understand it, and even when I talk with other pool professionals, they really don't have a full grasp on it, so I'd really love to shed some light on it. So what are phosphates? Well, phosphates are essentially algae food. That's the way I explain it to my clients. They're food for other microorganisms as well. And so what it does is the phosphates actually eat up your sanitizer or your chlorine levels in your pool. So as the phosphate levels increase, your chlorine levels start going down and it really starts causing some issues with your pool water. 
Now, I've found in my experience that there's two main viewpoints on phosphates. The first one being, if you keep your sanitizer level high enough, you won't deal with phosphates. And then the other one is the opposite. I mean, phosphates can find their way into perfectly balanced water and still cause issues. And I'm, and I'm leaning towards the latter uh, because I've, I've experienced this several cases on my route uh, throughout my time that sometimes I still have algae with high levels of chlorine and everything else is in check. And so when I start getting algae when the pool is perfectly balanced, especially with a high chlorine reading, I'll pull my phosphate test kit out and I'll find that 9 times, maybe even 9.5 out of 10 times, I have phosphates even when everything else is spot on. So what are some hints that you may have a phosphate problem? Well, there's, there's several, but here's some of the major ones. You'll have a lower no sanitizer reading. If you're consistently having zero chlorine in your pool, you may want to get a phosphate test and check for that. Uh, if you're having cloudy or green water, that's also indicative that you have some phosphates present. Not always, but this is more true when you have a strong chlorine reading and you're still having algae. It's either high cyanuric acid or phosphates. If you're using excessive chemicals, if you're putting in a lot of chlorine each week and you're still not getting a reading, you know, again, phosphates could be one of the culprits. And then also because of all that, you're going to have poor water quality. So that's something to take note of. If you're starting to have several of those uh, conditions, you know, grab a phosphate test kit and take a look and see what, uh, what the issue is if it is phosphates. So what causes phosphates and where do they come from? Well, if you think about it, phosphates are everywhere. I mean, phosphates are the main ingredients in fertilizers. So, I mean, if you have a yard service that treats your grass and fertilizes it, they're adding phosphates to your yard. And then when it rains and the water trickles in the pool from the yard, now your pool has phosphates in it. Phosphates are in almost all soaps. So, like shampoo, conditioner, body washes, those all have phosphates in them. So, if you take a shower and go jump in your pool, you're putting phosphates in your water. Uh, laundry detergents, you know, those have phosphates in them. Human care products and, heck, even pool and spa chemicals used to remove metals and to clean the filters, those all have phosphates in them. In fact, many municipalities even put uh, phosphates in their water to protect the plumbing from corrosion. So, I mean, it's literally everywhere. It's inevitably going to end up in your pool water. The question is, are you going to be able to catch it quick enough and treat it before it becomes a problem? So the recommended level of phosphates is 100 parts per billion. That's billion with a B. And if you think about it, that's such a small amount. That's one drop of water out of a billion drops. So, I mean, you can see how quickly phosphates could uh, cause some issues with your pool. Now, me personally, I haven't seen issues really start happening with your pool water until it's about 500 parts per billion or more. Um, you know, anything under 500, yeah, they're there, but the pool water seems to still stay very nice to keep a strong chlorine reading and all that stuff. But once I hit 500 parts per billion or more, I mean, it's you start seeing visible algae growth uh, on the walls, even though you have a strong chlorine reading, even though the water's balanced. You know, I've had a couple clients where they'll get some uh, visible algae growth, and, and I'm sitting there pulling my hair out for a, a quick second until I pull out my phosphate test kit and test the water and I find that I have, you know, 1,500 parts per billion of phosphates. And then that's explaining why I have algae when the uh, water is perfectly balanced. Now that we know all that, how do we remove it? Well, essentially you need to go to the pool store and get a phosphate remover. 
uh, chemical or your pool professional should provide it. My personal preference is the C Clear from Natural Chemistry, the commercial phosphate remover. It's highly concentrated stuff. It's super easy to use. You know, you, you just take, you follow directions on the bottle. Whatever the gallon of your pool is, you take it, you know, whatever your phosphate level is, and it gives you a little chart on how much you need to add per your gallonage and phosphate rating. It's very simple. You walk it around the pool. Um, what I like about it is you visibly see it working. As soon as you put it in, there's phosphates present. You know, you do start to see a little cloudy white residue in the water, and it, it clears up, you know, obviously. But um, the thing I like the most about it as a service professional is it doesn't clog the filter as much as others. So with others, you know, you'll put it in the skimmer and it goes directly in the filter. So as the water gets filtered through, the phosphate adheres to the filter and kills the phosphates. Well, the problem with that is it clogs the filter and it starts slowing down the flow rate. And because of that, I like the C-Clear stuff because it doesn't do it as much. So I don't have to come back the next day or two and clean out the filter. I can save that for the following trip. So that's really how you just get rid of it. You just uh, get that bottle, you put it in the water, and next week your phosphate should be relatively good as long as it's not too out of control. If it's super high, we're talking three, 4,000 parts per billion, it may take several treatments before you get the, the phosphates under control. And as you do that, you'll notice that the pool starts looking healthier, better. Uh, you'll keep a stronger chlorine reading, and the algae will start disappearing and staying away. In fact, I did a phosphate treatment probably a month and a half ago on a client's pool, and I haven't had an issue since. Every week I come back, the pool's glistening, it's perfect, super strong chlorine reading right where we want it, so it's very important to pay attention to phosphates, and if you have them, to remove them before it becomes a problem. In fact, I've, I've gained a lot of accounts from clients because... You know, the previous company didn't know how to treat it. And in fact, I got a story I could tell you where I came out on an estimate and they're like, I don't know what's going on. You know, the chlorine reading is super high. I tested it at 14 parts per million of chlorine, which is super high. And they were still having algae issues. So I pulled on my phosphate test kit and they had 2,500 parts per billion of phosphates. And I'm like, oh, here's your problem. I treated it on the spot, and next week the pool is crystal clear, and they have been a client for life now, and they will be because I understood the situation, learned what the problem was, and fixed it, and it's it is phosphates, and that's just something that you guys should be made aware of, that it really can happen in perfectly balanced water, even strong chlorine water, water like the story I just gave. So that's it for this episode. Hopefully you guys learned a little bit about phosphates, what to test for, how to treat them, and what they can do to your pool water. And if not, don't hesitate to give us a call. You can visit our website. We have blogs about the stuff. And uh, we'll be happy to help out in any way we can. Stay tuned for next week. We have Fred from Pentair Aquatics joining us. And we're going to talk about energy efficiency. So it's going to be a really good episode. And uh, hopefully you guys will learn a lot then too. So have a great night, everyone. That's all for tonight. And thanks for tuning in. Please send any comments or ideas, how-to and guest appearance requests, and product review suggestions to eric at chloreinekingpools.com. Remember, if life piddles in your pool of dreams, just add some chlorine and keep swimming. See you next time.